Hello, and once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. That's Robert Nauer Unfiltered altogether if you're Googling it. And if you like this, please subscribe to my channel. I've increased by about 300 subscribers in the last two months, which is good. It's a slow process. But anyway, if you like it, if you don't like it, hey, whatever. It's unfiltered because, yeah, sometimes I curse. And yeah, sometimes I say things that people don't want to hear. That's why it's unfiltered. But I always tell the truth, at least from my perspective. And I've been in the villages now 17 plus years, going on 18. So here we go. Today's feature is about doctors in the villages. Doctors and PAs. Okay, well, you got to remember, I came here almost 17 plus years ago when the villages is only a, um, a newer area of 50,000 people. Today, in 2023, the villages is around, so I give or take a few, uh, about 150 to 175. People claim it's 175. I think it tends to be more up around 175 based on the number of actual homes that are present in the villages, not people per se, but figuring that two people live in every home, which is pretty much true. There are, out of every 10 people, maybe one or two that are single or widowed, but um, like I said, when I moved here, there was only 50,000 occupants in the villages, and so that would have meant about 30,000 homes. So anyway... The doctors back then uh, were mostly local doctors, not doctors who had moved here, although some had. But after the crash of 2008, a lot of doctors from other states moved to the villages or to the Leesburg area or to between Ocala and the villages. And they weren't necessarily the doctors that you would like to necessarily have giving you advice or working on you, they weren't, in essence, the best doctors. Uh, and that's a problem because some of the doctors did things that it's just bullshit, like chelation theory. If you talk to any MDs out there, you talk to a lot of ODs, they will tell you anybody that does chelation uh, is a quack. Well, I kind of tend to agree with that. Uh a lot of doctors that were borderline getting their licenses yanked for drug prescription use, for improper practices, they flocked to the villages because the villages after 2010 was a growing area. So for the last 15 years, the villages has been growing by leaps and bounds. And like I said, we're up to about 175. And a lot of the doctors were not always the best. And a lot of them were really, really old doctors. Shit, I remember walking one time in to see a TRICARE doctor down by Sumter Landing, and we had, we didn't, all we could see was his name. And it sounded like a, uh, because I, at the time, I guess I was a little racist, maybe. I didn't want necessarily an Indian or Pakistani doctor that I thought didn't, speak English very well, but I take all that back now. Many of them speak very, very well and are born and raised here. But this white doctor, uh, let's say his name was Smith, he walked out 
and into the room, and he must have been 88 years old. In fact, the doctor that lived directly next door to us on Rhapsody Path, (laughs) he was 84 years old and still practicing. And his stick was pain medicine. He was one of the big Oxycontin drug pushers. He recently died at, a, I think, just around 100 years of age. He was a drug pusher. His name was Norman. And, oh, my God, he was a pill pusher to the max. And he was under scrutiny by the DEA uh, because the guy he worked directly for was a Nigerian here who was here in the Tampa area illegally and uh, was brought up on charges of moral turpitude, and as a result, they deported him, and the $6,000 a week cash that was being paid to Dr. Norman next door to us without a 1099, which is tax evasion, was illegal. And so when I went to report him to my neighbor behind us, who was a IRS uh, IRS cash collection agent who worked for the local Orlando office, He said, well, I understand the issue, and I will certainly talk to some of my folks in CID, but normally unless he owes the IRS $2 million, we won't touch him. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, we have a threshold. If It's just not worth our efforts with the Criminal Intelligence Division to go after somebody if they don't owe the IRS at least $2 million in taxes. And I guess that's why they went after Joe Biden's son. Uh, whether it is or it isn't, I don't know. But honest to God, I said, are you shitting me? And he says, nope, I'm telling you what our actual policy thresholds are. So if you owe us $2 million, we won't come after you. I said, well, isn't that just the shit? So there was nothing I could do to turn that little shit doctor in for pushing Oxycontin pills. <laughs> so I, and when I went and told my wife that, she was like flabbergasted. But And that was under a Republican administration, too. I want you to know. <laughs> so anyway, over the time, now let's get back to doctors. So over the time, doctors have actually gotten better. Why? Well, number one, the villages has gone through a great effort to try to recruit doctors for their so-called village health care, which is a very exclusive health care. They only accept one or two plans, and they are very, very preferred plans. In other words, they pay the village health care system and the village doctors a lot of money. Not 90% of all health care plans and Medicare supplementals pay very little. And recently, a lot of people have been kicked off of the village health care plan because if you don't carry, carry what they require, you aren't going to be serviced in the villages by the village healthcare. So I want you to know that if you're thinking about coming to the villages. But as far as the reason so many other doctors that weren't good doctors and better specialists didn't come to the villages was simply because there wasn't a lot of housing here except within the villages. So doctors that are under 55 years of age with children, there was literally no place for them to live. One of the very first places Uh, that they had built for people who weren't over 55 and for families to live because it was becoming such a problem to recruit doctors to this area was um, Oxford Oaks built by the villages. And it was equivalent to what we call a premier community. And it's all sold out now. But 
That's where a lot of teachers and a lot of doctors and nurses and very well-paid people live. But even so, after Oxford Oaks was built out, not a lot of other supplemental housing nor apartments was available in within even 25 miles of the villages. So when people looked into it who were professionals in the medicine arena, pharmacists, they didn't move here because there simply wasn't adequate housing. Well, there was also wasn't adequate housing for the servers, the waitresses, the technicians, the phlebotomist, whatever. There wasn't adequate housing. So the villages, in concert with Sumter County and Lake County, uh, got developers to come here besides themselves to start building affordable apartment complexes and housing. And right now, at this very moment, on South 470, just below Marsh Bend Trail, just below uh, what they call Warm Springs Road, and also over on 466A, where the Lowe's and the uh, uh, shopping mall is for Publix, off of 466A, they're building a housing complex, it's like duplexes, uh, houses for rent. They are not houses you can buy. There's several hundred of them in each spot, and they are for rent only by big develop outside developers, so that there will be affordable housing for nurses and PAs and uh, medical assistants and servers and waitresses and cooks and other things. Still, the area of the villages as a matter of fact, is still wholly inadequate for adequate housing, affordable housing for those who service the elderly in the villages. And again, it's one of the reasons. For example, I went into Beef O'Brady's just up by the Colony Plaza yesterday with my wife, and there were quite a few people in there, but what wasn't in there were waitresses. There was only one waitress and one guy behind the bar, and one cook. That's it. Now, when we moved here, Beefo Brady's was going gangbusters, and they, at any lunch hour, which it was yesterday, had four to five waitresses, two people behind the bar, and two cooks in the back. Not so anymore. And why is that? Because a lot of younger people do not want to work anymore in the service industry and or have moved out of Florida. They say claim that 700,000 plus have moved out of Florida that were in the service industry because there is no affordable housing here. And I think that is probably correct because they're spending more than 50% of their income that they make as a service person on apartment rent or housing rent. For example, a two-bedroom apartment in the village's brand spanking new is $2,800 a month. Service people don't make $2,800 a month unless they get damn good tips, and they don't because villagers do not tip very damn well. So that's one of the major issues if you're thinking about moving to the villages is who's going to service you? Where is the affordable housing? And I hear this all the time from petty-ass little villagers who go, well, why do we have to have so many people? And so many apartments servicing us. Uh, why do they have to have a nice place to live? Can't they live somewhere else? 
What a bunch of fucking morons. No, they can't live somewhere else. They need to live where they work, you dumbass. But that's the problem with the villages. And it's going to continue to be a problem until either the Morse family of builders and other outside builders buy up property nearby and build an awful lot more affordable housing, rental housing, for people who are going to work in the service industry. And they really have to make it affordable. Not $2,500 a month. That's bullshit. They need to make it like $1,100 a month instead of $2,800 a month. But now that they are starting, and so let me get back to my story. So now that they're actually starting to build affordable housing and rental housing for service industry people, nurses, technicians, radiologists, uh, x-ray technicians, you name it, yes, now we're starting to see more and more people working in those fields, supporting the elderly here when they go for their medical checkups, etc. Um, but if you walk into almost any doctor's office, with the exception of but a few, almost all of the help that's in there is over 40 years of age. That right there is a red flag that there is a real service industry problem here in the villages. But because, again, we are starting to have more affordable housing and the villages is affordable, and yes, believe it or not, people who are over 55 can actually live in the over 55 section of the villages. They're, they cannot violate the, um, H, the HUD rules for fair housing, so which requires that not everybody has to be of a certain age. So we are starting to see a lot of younger doctors. And in fact, one of my own doctors, a brand new medical school graduate, recently out, finished his internships. He's a primary PCM. He's actually looking for new patients. I had moved from Ocala back down here. And his name is uh, Dr. Breckenridge. And he's wonderful. He's like maybe 32 years of age. Wonderful doctor, extremely knowledgeable, really willing to work with you to get your health in check if you're willing to do what he wants you to do. He's a great doctor. I'm so happy I found Dr. Breckenridge. And if you are looking for a new doctor as a primary, not as a specialist, but as a family primary, he's terrific. I'm not going to tell you where he's at. You can Google him. But anyway, so... We are starting now, finally, in 2023, to see some better quality doctors come into the villages, younger doctors, younger female doctors, ODs, um, and specialists, which we did not have as much of back in 2007, 08, 9, 10, 11. So I'm thrilled that the medical quality is somewhat here. However, the problem is, with the absolute monumental growth of this area, this tri-county area, Lake, Sumter, and Marion, the villages has inadequate hospital facilities. You cannot find any medical care south of 466A. And there are literally, right now, over, I'd say, 30,000, thousand homes south of 466A, which means they will have quite a commute to one of the nearest hospitals, being in Leesburg, the villages, or Ocala. So the further south you purchase a home in the villages, say Newell, Richmond, 
on further south where the villages intend to keep building, they need to build a hospital. And I've heard that there is one planned, but it'll be at least four or five years before it gets built. So in that time, in the next five years, you will not have emergency facilities to go to that are south of 466A. And you need to know that when you move here. If you are somebody who would require emergent services. And think about that. You need to live where hospital and medical facilities are. And so, there's my food for thought for the day. And with that, Bob out. <laughs>